You're listening to Mommy BS with Beth and Steph. Yeah, your kid should probably stop listening now. Mama cow, what the fuck? That is disgusting. Sweet and yummy milk. Oh my God, I could fucking die. This is where I Wait, think Mama we're Cow starting. 900 ounces of breast milk for 75, 75 cents an ounce. Free shipping from experienced sellers in Central Florida Beach. I could fucking die. <laughs> oh my God. Sweet and yummy milk. That's what I just really? said. Really? You sick fuck? Are you sitting there drinking it? Do you have it before bed? <laughs> like, probably. It's not they like your nighttime like, <laughs> but then I'm just ritual. Like, <laughs> when do you pump? Do you just sit there like casually with the fucking machine all day and then give bags to okay, people? Okay, but that, that's not okay. What? I don't understand. Who who would choose to do that? Who would choose? You're like, that means you're waking up in the middle of the night and you're pumping. You're, you're going to wake up like every couple hours and pump. Like, this is your job? This is insane. Let's just not be rude, but like, let's be funny. Not be rude? This is fucking savage. <laughs> Not be rude. Hi, I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> okay. So one of the most popular breast milk sharing sites is called Only the Breasts. And some of the ads are a little fucking strange, if you ask me. One of them says, uh, Mama Cow with 900 ounces of breast milk for 75 cents. Free shipping. <laughs> Sweet and yummy milk. Sweet and yummy milk, reads another with a rather seductive picture of a young woman with her breast exposed and mouth open. What the hell? <laughs> what is wrong with wait, people? Wait, wait, can I see this? No, disgusting. it's so gross. No, I don't, I don't actually, I don't. Ha- <clears throat> oh my God. You lied about the picture? No, I, I oh. saw the picture. It was just in my thing. Oh, that's why I was like, can Ask I see Ask Raph. Oh, did you see it too? It's vibes. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> sweet and yummy breast milk. You can you can buy on the World Wide Web. Is it nice? Would you, Are would you, you a client? <laughs> would you? <laughs> I mean, fuck no. I'm a little shocked. I'm I'm a little taken back. Actually, okay. <laughs> How do you come to think of that? Like, hmm. What should I do for a living? Oh, I'm gonna be. But is this a living? Like, do people actually do people actually dedicate? Like, is this a job? Like, I know they're making money from it, but like, is yeah, but what seventy five cents? That's not a lot. I'm I'm just appalled that this is like something someone would choose to do for for a profession. Look, there are worse things, but like… I just… I, I don't know if I'm okay, like, uh, giving my child someone else's breast milk. No, never I think, life. like, back in the day, people used, like, to have nannies that would breastfeed their children. Yeah, so you you would have um, wet nurses. Wet nurses, yeah. Oh, um, God, it's just so Which weird is to me. so beyond disgusting, but… I had know. a friend Also, offer- sorry, if you're being a wet nurse by profession, right? Did you have a baby did you how did you keep the milk come like staying in you yeah, I, I don't, don't really, really know really how understand. that works I think it's just like if if you don't stop it just is always going to be there right so what you just put your tit in like random people's mouths and you're like let's yeah. hope it doesn't stop yeah that's what they do <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean random babies <laughs> mouths are pumping machines I don't know it's disgusting <laughs> no but on a serious note so I only found out that um milk banks existed last year so when I had given birth to Brando after a day he lost half of his body weight and it was like oh my god very scary moment and they're like he's gonna get into NICU unless you 
feed him up within um, like the next five hours. What was his weight when he was born? Um, 3.5 kilos. Is, yeah, kilos. Well, I don't know um, what that is in pounds. I don't know what that is either. Probably like honest, seven pounds. But like, who cares? Okay. Um, kilos is the only important weight measuring. Okay. You know? So he was <laughs> three and a half kilos. Right? And um, yeah. And the, the pediatrician, as if it wasn't like stressful enough that I was dying of my C-section when after Brandon was born. But then the nurse is not helping me because I can't move. And she's like being all fucking shitty about helping me to get the babe, like Brando, out of his cot to feed him. D- did you feel pressured? Like was it, was it, uh-huh, were, were yeah, they were a little pushy, right? Feel, right. Because you're meant to feed them within six hours of them being born. And mm. God, so I mean, much I pressure. was in so much pain. It was mad. And then I was like, okay, screw this. I'm going to do it. But then I was like, couldn't move still because the epidural was still like, if you know, taking its yeah. course in my legs. So I called for the uh, midwife nurse. She was, she was an asshole. And so it made me feel awkward to ring the bell to get help. And therefore mm. I couldn't feed Brando because I was too, I felt too like scared and uncomfortable. Right. You were like, And so up. I was like trying to get him, but couldn't really get him. And it was a whole situation. And anyway, then the pediatrician comes in and he's like, look, you need to, feed him up because he's lost half of his body weight and he was getting a bit bluey and I was like okay this is terrifying so I'm crying and I'm in pain and my family cannot be in the hospital because of COVID um Josh couldn't even be at the birth and so I'm lying there sobbing with my mascara like running down my face and trying to like cuddle Brando as much as possible Mm -hmm. building that bond and I was like okay well can't we given that the milk still needs to like fully come in, can we just give him formula? And they're like, well, we want you to sign a paper here to give him milk from the milk bank. And I was like, milk bank, milk bank, what's a milk bank? And then I realized- So it's like formula or someone else's breast milk. It's someone else's breast milk. That's a, a milk bank is another human's breast milk that has been like, controlled and certified to be given out, right? And so I signed the paper because I was literally fearing for Brando's life at this point Mm -hmm. because he had turned a funny color and all that. So I was like, okay, cool, Um, signed it. And then I had a panic attack, a full-on panic attack where my stitches felt like they were ripping open. I called Josh, I'm crying, I'm crying. And he's like, just call back the doctor and say that you changed your mind. And I was like... But Brando is in in the, he was in Mm -hmm. the, like in the nest because to get like weighed and controlled. So I was like, what if they already gave it to him? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I called the nurse back. Well, I called the good midwife that just went on her shift and she came in and she's like, sweetheart, why are you crying? I was like, because I felt pressure into signing this paper, which said that they would give me a bowl of milk from the milk bank for Brando. And she's like, look, I'm going to call the pediatrician now. He's going to come back. And so after like an hour, he comes back and he's like, what seems to be the problem? Are you okay? Like how, what kind of way is that to like come into the room with a woman who just had a baby and then hears that like 
her baby has lost all of its weight, basically. Like, are you fucking not I, okay? I don't in the head? understand why some of these women like work with newborn children no, this or like was in a hospitals. Man. So he women doesn't have or any fucking whatever kid, you are. Right. But then so he was like, you know, I really I the the choice is obviously yours, but I just must say, you know, breast milk is best. Mm. I was like, give me a formula bottle. That's before I actually not okay. call the police. And then he came back with the bottle. What's wrong with him? But it was a moment and I was so fragile as well. So I was like, I went from being like really emotional to really fragile to absolutely heartbroken, full on panic. And then I went into beast mode. I was like, get me that fucking bottle. I'm like, my baby's having formula. Not anyone else's make. Because I they, have milk. Do they offer? Uh, you get you have the good formula there, though, right? Like, is hip available yeah, yeah, yeah. there? Yeah. See, yeah, there's like the Similac here, which is bullshit. It's like it's poison. Right. They gave it to my baby in the hospital because she wasn't latching, and like it was a whole thing. Right. I was like, I, I wanted to like jump out of my body. I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, no, like you're literally feeding my newborn baby garbage. This is yeah, this is really messed up. That. I mean, you think that you're going to have a baby and then the breastfeeding thing is just going to come naturally. They're just going to go right there on your boob and like… Yeah. It because just, that's you what think. everyone sells to you. Yeah. They are online and they're like hashtagging breast is best. I'm like, wait, <laughs> for who? Those also, people are bullies. if you had the easiest time breastfeeding, I'm so happy for you. A bit jealous, super happy for you. But I'm like… Don't sit there and be like, breast is best and blah, blah. Because there are women that can't. Yeah, I couldn't. There are women that can't. There are other women that have an overproduction of milk that they get engorged like I do. And then there are women that don't have milk. So you're making, like by being like breast is best, you, you're making a new mom feel like absolute shite. Because oh, yeah. the one thing you think is my only task, my number one task, after yeah. having built the baby and birthed the baby, is to feed and nurture yeah. the baby with my milky tits. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's bullshit. Also, the <clears throat> colostrum, colostrum, colostrum. Always say it wrong. It only lasts for about a week and a half to two weeks. Yeah. After that, you can fully stop breastfeeding if you want because then it's just yeah. like fucking dirty water. Yeah. It doesn't even, it doesn't even, it's not white. It doesn't look like proper milk. It goes from like being this like thick yellow. Gorgeous like gold. Golden, they call it liquid gold. Liquid yeah. gold, right? To being like a bit white to then it's, going it's like… pretty weird. Fully <laughs> like, I also feel like, you know, I'm, I'm so here for breastfeeding and I think it's a beautiful thing but I'm just you know I'm also you know I'm probably gonna get cancelled for saying this but I'm just like I'm not into sitting in a restaurant with a woman that has her tit out and I am a woman yeah I mean I feel the same exact way like I'm a woman that is saying this like it's such an intimate, beautiful moment between you and your baby. But and those women who do that, they feel very strongly they about feel very their decision, empowered which is fine. And very I, you know, everyone do you, but like. Right. But then I'm like, look. Not for me. You're having this moment with your baby. It's so intimate. Mm -hmm. It's, you, you know, your breast and your baby and you're nurturing your baby and feeding it. But effectively, you, your baby's eating. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like. 
you know, cuddling you. No, it's eating. So like give the child the intimate privacy the child deserves. Like I wouldn't want to sit in a restaurant with every other table looking at me for every like spoon I take to my mouth. I'd be like, mm, yeah, I just should I, I not eat? personally feel like there's a lot of perverts out there. And like, I don't know. I just there's a lot of perverts. Right. Yeah. This is also a thing. I felt like my tits belong to my husband. So like, even if it's like, I, I don't know. I just felt awkward about breastfeeding in public. It wasn't my jam. I also had mastitis, got engorged. It, for me, it was a fucking nightmare. I didn't think it was pleasant. I didn't think, I actually found it so uncomfortable to be like, oh, if I don't breastfeed before I leave the house, or if I do, he might still get hungry at any point when I'm out. And then I need to just awkwardly sit at the first best chair and just mm. knock it in there. And also yeah. the latching. If he's not latching on right, he doesn't get enough food. Yeah. It's, but okay. Ushi. So I will say something that's like st- so beautiful about breastfeeding is that our, is bodies, losing the weight. <laughs> our bodies are insane. Like if the Absolutely. baby is deficient in any sort of like vitamin or nutrient, our bodies create that to balance the babies. Oh, and it, and it it's like a science. Their there's like system. my my sister was telling me there's like uh there's there's sensors on on your nipple that read the baby's lips to see what it needs, yep. and then we give that to them. This is amazing. And then also, if you have Absolutely. like the flu or like uh you whatever kind of like cold or sickness or our bodies create antibodies for the baby so the baby doesn't get sick. This is fascinating. It's fascinating. It's We're amazing. Aliens. That's why. It's sick. I love it. I just think that for as beautiful as it is and connecting and, you know, that bond that most mums really seem to have when they're breastfeeding, it's stunning and I'm here for it. I just feel like you're within your right to expose your breast and, you know, feed your baby and have really strong thoughts about how breast is best. Best? <laughs> how breast is best. I really don't think people should say that because it's like, I I, right. I thought breast was best, but like I couldn't breastfeed my kid. Like my body just wasn't working. So, right. I mean, like I shouldn't be shamed for that. I shouldn't feel like shit about that, which That's I did for thing. a while, but I realized like, She's on the best formula. It, it, there's just so many great options. You Look, know, she's healthy. And formula like, is so well developed now that we're in 2022 almost. Uh, I thought you were, <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to say one. I was oh, like, right. <laughs> yeah, <no>. 21. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've come to a certain stage where formula, they're doing all they can to get as close as possible to breast milk. And yeah. as long as my baby's fed and feels good and is healthy, that's all I can ask for. Yeah. I, you know, but I do think that as we respect women that can and that love and that want to breastfeed and that promote it and, you know, that say breast is best, best I mean, are we okay? Yeah. <laughs> do you like your breast? Because they're clearly best. <laughs> that's what I keep saying. I don't know. I just, <clears throat> okay. I didn't, I, I think a lot of mothers get like this beautiful connection with the baby when they're breastfeeding them, especially yeah. when they're like newborns and stuff like that. I I didn't get that. 
I really, really, really didn't get that. And I, I would sit there and I'd try to understand, or I'd try to make myself understand like, what's like, what's going on in my head? Like, why is, am, am I like the only person that feels this way? Like, I really, I don't enjoy this. One, yeah. because I, it just wasn't working and it became a nightmare for me. She wasn't latching on. And then especially when I was stressful. in the hospital, it was so stressful. When I was in the hospital, so Isla had to go to the NICU for four days and I had a really painful 36 hour labor. So like afterwards, they they want you to walk around a little bit, but the NICU was in like a completely different wing of the hospital. Right. So I'm obviously wanting to be next to my baby in this terrifying time. Like you, you spend nine months building and creating this human being that's inside of you. And then it's finally out and here. And then, then they fucking provide. take your baby away. Right. This was, this was so hard for me. I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around it. It was, it was awful. And yeah. all I wanted to do was like, go, go be next to her, go hold her hand, like in for her sure. incubator. And then I had to walk back to, um, back to the recovery room so I could pump, so I could eat, so I could sleep. I, I didn't sleep for, you know, Days. the entire time she right. was there. I didn't sleep once, but it was just going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I'm like trying to breastfeed her. It just wasn't, it wasn't working. It was a fucking nightmare. But I, maybe because of all of, all of the drama that I had with that, right. uh, it just, it made I wouldn't breastfeeding say drama. to me. I would say that it was, you know, a stress point. Like it, you have PTSD from it. Yeah. I was like mad at myself. You know, right. I'm just no, like, why you're the disappointed. fuck isn't this working? Because you're like this, everyone promotes how easy it is, but no one talks about how, how what a struggle it is to breastfeed. I mean, there's an art to breastfeeding. That's why I have so much respect for women that can breastfeed and do it as if they're drinking a glass of water. Fantastic. But I do think that you know, the women that are very outspoken about it and have so much to say mm. should, as we respect them for doing their thing, they should maybe also have a bit more of regard, you know, care for who struggles. Because mm. there's certain things that I would see online or whatever, they would make me feel like I wasn't sufficient for my child. Because, and look, they can be like, yeah, but that's your problem. That's your feeling. Yeah, but I wouldn't have this feeling if it was promoted more that breastfeeding is not that easy. You have, there's a whole situation to the baby latching on to your breast. There's a whole situation to like knowing whether your baby has had enough, if the milk has kicked in yet, if, you know, you should, be feeding them more? Should you feed them on demand? Should you let mm. them go? Like, is there like a schedule with breastfeeding? So like, I, 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 Isla's on a schedule for like her formula and always has been, but like, is there, do you just feed the baby so when the it cries? So the idea or? is that you go from feeding on demand, which you do with a bottle too. You mm. feed on demand the first X amount of right. weeks, months, whatever. And then technically, I would say at three months, they should start being on a feeding schedule where they like have eight ounces or whatever it might be um, in the morning, two hours after they ate in the morning and then two hours after that. And, mm -hmm. you know, then you just 
sort of increased hours that separate the feeding yeah. moments, right? Right. So, and then we become adults and we have three meals a day. So yeah. that is the idea, right? Um, yeah. And it works exactly the same with the bottle. It's just that it's a bottle. Yeah. Um, going back to the uh, uh, baby on your breast sort of thing or whatever, and my feelings towards it, <clears throat> I just remember looking down at Isla and I felt weird. Like I just, I didn't, I don't know. I, I don't really know how to explain it. I just felt like icky. Yeah. I, I didn't, I don't think she enjoyed it because every time she was like, she wouldn't latch on. And then when she did, she's like, ah, that's like slapping me and right. screaming. And so she just wanted her bottle, yeah. you know, like mommy was broken. So <laughs> she just Cause wanted I think her bottle, that, but I didn't, I didn't, there was yeah. not a moment that I enjoyed it. No, it's I mean, weird I, to think that. I look, just, like, do other people think that? Probably. Like, and you know what I mean? Like, for me, the hardest part was so I breastfed Leo for two weeks. Those were the hardest two weeks of my life. And it came to a point where I had such bad mastitis, but. No one, even my midwives that would come on home visits, they hadn't recognized that I had mastitis. Oh my gosh. And they were like, you're just a bit engorged. Go under the shower, you know, do the hot and cold presses. Yeah. And I was like, mm, but it really feels different. Like I'm, I, I can't touch my breasts. Um, to one morning, you know, I would, every time Leo latched on, I would be in tears, like tears. I would sit in the dark, in my sitting room, because I didn't want to go into the nursery because that made me even more emotional. And I'd be like, oh, like every I hear time he'd get on the it. the most painful thing in the oh, world. Oh my God. And he was eating like for like a colony, you know? I was just like, what are you doing to my breast? The morning after he latched on, I got him off. And also the latching off, sometimes... I felt that I needed to like relatch him. And there's a whole art a whole to technique. making them unlatch because your breast, your, your nipple mm. is so far like down their throat that <laughs> it's true that to get your tit out, it's like you're having a there's fucking wrestling zero game. glamour in breastfeeding yeah. people. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's so savage. And my nipple came off so you have the areola or whatever it's called is it called that yeah. areola and the part that comes out where the breast meat comes out from that lifted and blood was just like streaming and I wasn't sure if I was having like a daydream or if it was fucking happening because I was like this could be a real life horror movie oh. or it could be reality or maybe I'm just Did dreaming you go to the hospital? right now. No, but I called my doctor and I was like, look, this is happening. Then my auntie, my Italian auntie that has three children, mm -hmm. I was like, look, I, I, can I just send you pictures of what? And she's like, yeah, you have really severe mastitis and you have something that in Italian is called ragadi. And I still Google whatever, translate, nothing has helped me to translate what this is word is. Is it a medical is. term? No, but it's the name of what happened to my nipple. And, you know, 
Oh my God. It's like it was, beyond chasing. It was beyond <laughs> brutal. And she said, look, I think at this point, maybe stop breastfeeding. So it was like, it was your nipple. It wasn't the areola. No, no, it was the nipple. Like that little part like lifted. Oh my God. And so, and then, oh, you know. Did, so, okay, so wait, did you continue breastfeeding after this? No, no, no. So this was the day I stopped. With mastitis. With mastitis. Oh my God. And then I stopped breastfeeding. Oh my God. And I, my mom was visiting me you and I was calling like my mom. Right. With mastitis. And I was calling my mom and I was like, mom, you need to go to the pharmacy and get, you know, formula milk. I'm like, get anything. But I've, and then I was like researching like online, what is the organic formula and what is the best one, which is the one with like not using like cow's milk and whatever. Oh my God, I was freaking out. So she got Aptamil, which is not organic by any means. And it's not natural by any means. Um, but it was like my only choice. I just wanged it in there. And my poor breasts, when I call the doctor, so first you could talk to the midwife and then they make you talk to the um, the consultant in England. And the midwife goes, well, I think at this point, you know, just pump because the breast milk is important. Pump with a, with a, <laughs> your nipple that just fell off. Right. Wow, it was incredible. And the tears of joy, I was crying when I found out that it was mastitis and I just needed to, you know, I had to put cream on my nipples every day, like a medical cream to make them heal again. Then I had to put two other medical creams on my entire breast to make the mastitis go away. Mm -hmm. And then it finally went. And I just thought like women that do this are heroes, but there needs to be so much more understanding towards women that struggle with it or can't or whatever it is. And that made me be such an advocate for like, you can say breast is best. Cool. I'll respect you, but also understand that in my case it isn't and have some regards for that. Right. And like, I respect that breastfeeding is free. Right. You know, like formula is expensive and it's the, really expensive. It's the, like illegally expensive. Right. But the, the formula that I use, we get it from uh, Germany. Yeah. So, same. What's also really scary is like looking in the cupboard and being like, oh my God, there's only like a box left or something. And we don't do this like anymore. Obviously, we're yeah. like super prepared now. But in the beginning, I wasn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize like how much she was drinking or how fast, but I'd look in the cupboard and be like, what am I going to do? Half a box is less. What the fuck? Right. And yeah. then you have to wait like a few days, even yeah, if it's expressed, it takes a few yeah, days. It, it does. Yeah. Um, but also scary. what I, love because I then tried to breastfeed with Brando as well and I did three weeks with him but I had I got mastitis and I got so gorgeous again again so I, wonder, I just had to I wonder stop. if it's just like if if you get mastitis like it, you always can get mastitis like I don't if it's know easier I just think than, some women might be more prone to it than yeah. others I have I don't a girlfriend know. who had it six times right six times right. in a row it's, it's awful and oh so God. you know I'm I was thinking that, I don't know. I lost my train of thought, actually. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. So my girlfriend well, we're had mastitis six times. She was traveling as well. She's breastfeeding. She went to Hawaii. I, I think she like almost died. She had to go to the hospital. She, her whole body like broke out in a crazy fever. Right. Her tits looked like they were about to explode. 
And then they had to give her like this uh, antibiotic shot in the hospital. And then that like paralyzed her, the right side of her body. This just, it's crazy. Because they get so hard. They're not soft. Like, you know, the tissues of the breast is like soft and nice. But when you are engorged or have mastitis, they become rock hard. And it's not, it's not a vibe. But also, so after three weeks, I went on to formula and again with Brando. But if you have I, another baby, are you going to breastfeed? No. Yeah. Like I've tried Would it twice. Would you do the colostrum? I might pump the yeah, colostrum, yeah. but I will not I like do the whole latching it. thing again. Like I'm over it. Like yeah. I don't, the baby latches on well. Every doctor or midwife or nurse have looked at how both of my babies latch on and they say they latch on perfectly, but it just, my body just shuts down. Like, I mean, and I, I would wake milk. up. I would wake up from, uh, you know, what sleeping <laughs> and right. I would pump first thing in the morning. And sometimes I would only pump like a half an ounce right. and I'd pump for 30 minutes. This is impossible to me. Right. And it, then emotionally, there are mentally, everything. I was exhausted. Everything. It hurts. And then you, there are these pills you can take to have Oh no, I took all the pills. I took all the herbs, all the supplements, everything, all the bars. After gaining 70 pounds during my pregnancy, the last thing I wanted to do after the baby was out of me was eat more. I was like, now I can starve. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But um, it was just crazy. I had to eat so much to be able to produce breast milk. Anytime I try to watch my diet or anything, it was just like poof. No, but you know what? It it is as well. These like you have pads on and you're ready to go out and sit in a restaurant and suddenly you see everyone looking at you and you're like, okay, they're not looking into my eyes. So they're looking like, at the other set of eyes. They're and then you're and sitting you're like, there oh with two God. like these through tits and you're like, oh, do you need some milk? <laughs> oh my God. It's so like, I didn't take them, but I have friends that have. And they, I mean, I had nightmare stories about leaking through my t-shirts in a Michelin star restaurant. What well, we were talking about, about uh, <laughs> your tits were leaking when you were having sex. Right. Like oh, my God. oh my God. It was honestly, I wanted to fucking die. So you're like, you know, fresh out of the hole. I'm a new mom. He's a new dad. We're, we're going to family, And we're going to be all sexy and we're going to have sex. And I was like, hmm. And my agent provocateur little set. And I'm like, I'm going to swing on it. And then you're just like taking off your box and it's like you're, Releasing Niagara Falls. You need it like squirts out, which is so beyond unattractive. Oh or it just like starts a little bit like and then it starts the with a full on drip. And the more you move, the more it like. <laughs> <laughs> is this because you're aroused or because you needed to pump? I, no, I mean, because I, I don't know, but like, but the milk was just coming <laughs> just and it was just everywhere. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's, oh my God, no, no, no. Like it's so unattractive on so many levels. And after I had, I think it was a week after I gave birth, um, to Leo, my mom came to London and we had this little cute moment and her and Josh wanted to have a, you know, treat me. And they're like, look, we're going to take you to this cute little, you know, Michelin star and blah, blah. And, you know, I was like, oh, how exciting. And we went there with the pram and suddenly I'm in so much pain from the mastitis that I'm crying throughout the whole dinner. And people are like, 
oh my God, that's mm. so sad. I wonder what's happened. Like they look at me in that way. And then I had leaked through my entire oh, t-shirt. so you were a hot mess. I was a hot mess. And I was like, this, this, this cannot happen. I'm, I'm getting treated to such a like incredible thing that you don't do every day of your life. Mm-hmm. And here I'm sitting with my milky tits leaking through my t-shirt, the entire restaurant looking at me and then sobbing because I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, it's just, nah. I'd like, I'm like, not enough women speak about how they find it really hard to breastfeed, how it's a struggle. And I, you know, even the moms that I know that are super, super heroes at breastfeeding, mm-hmm. super moms at breastfeeding, even they say that the first like week or two, so. they were in pain and they struggled. Yeah. But like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how hard it is. And like, good for you that you powered through it and that you managed. And now, you know, you can do that with your child. But like. So this person that was at the hospital with you that offered you the milk bank. Yeah. Were they a lactation consultant? No, a pediatrician. Was there a lactation consultant available to you? No. Do they have that? that that I don't think that is even like a thing. It's like I I delivered at Cedar Sinai in LA, and uh, they had in Europe. So right, they had a lactation consultant there, and the lady was really nice. She's just trying to explain like how how you do this, how it's going to work. They brought me like all these weird devices and shields and all this shit, but um, I, I felt like such a fucking loser. I felt I felt defeated. I was exhausted and defeated and Oh no, it's horrible. My yeah. only job as a mom, I failed at. And I so was I like, did it well, for what am I then doing? A little while. I, I might as well I like think give I did it away. for two months. I really, really tried my best. And then when uh when I decided that it was it was taking me for like a mental stroll, um, I I decided right. to quit. And then the looks that my baby would give me. Oof, it was, yeah. It's heartbreaking. Because they still look for, at that age as well, they're still so young that they still don't have their full eyesight. So they the still smell, look for the shadow of your nipple. Yeah. They still like search for what mm. they can smell and where you are. And when you, you know, when they're lying on you, they still like try and like push their hand on your boob and all of that. And it's, it's absolutely heartbreaking. I think it, you know, except the C-section I had with Brando, like breastfeeding both the of my thing kids ever, was the yeah. hardest thing yeah. that I've ever experienced because I really felt like right. it, it was affecting me psychologically. And I was thinking like, this is not only the hormones, like this is my real feelings and it's it's making me feel like, like right. should I even be a mom at this point? Should I give I him to someone that knows how to do this? I truly felt by the end of my breastfeeding journey that, I was like, this is how women get postpartum depression. This is exactly how it happens because 100%. you're just killing yourself to do something 100%. that is nearly impossible. The lack of sleep, the not being able to The pumping, the feeding the baby, taking child, care of the baby, getting the baby to sleep, taking care of yourself, trying to take a shower I mean. in two minutes, trying to recover, like, you know, trying right. to care for your vagina. And also have a Sorry? relationship with your partner. You know, also having a relationship with your partner. I don't really feel like a relationship with your partner exists for like like the first couple months. It's like, I don't know. I think that depends on relationships and your partner because Josh was like, 
unbelievable yeah with me yeah he really was he i i look at like a lot of situations and i'm like sometimes i don't think i quite realized how lucky i was because he was present and he made sure to not be at work to be there for me and i'm not going to lie i got really comfortable with him being around that when he then the day he went back to work which was after like i think 10 days with leo and then after 7 days i think with brando i got so comfortable with him being so available and so hands on that when he was like i'm going to go back to work you know and i I sort of broke down. I'm like, I don't know Scary. if I can do this without Scary your support, good. your good physical long. support. And it terrified me. And yeah, I mean, wow, it's the all those feelings like you're dealing with the hormones, the postnatal hormones, the feeling of, you know, failing and the the scariness mm-hmm. of being a new new parent. Cuz and it doesn't become different for every child you have. It's just as scary and just as uncomfortable and whatever with every child you have also every pregnancy is different every child is different and then what made me want to breastfeed brando was that i was like he's a different human it's a different child my body has had a second pregnancy it's a new chance and then i failed again and i was like you know what this time though i'm not going to get that far i'm going to put a stop to it here and just live my best life and give him formula that clearly makes him grow like a superstar. So, right. Perfect. I mean, listen, Settled I think that colostrum is the most important thing. You do it for a week or two or whatever. It's a beautiful color. I right. hear that you Pump can buy it. it for like $4,000 an ounce on the black market, which is crazy. It's amazing. Right. But this is the healthiest thing that you can provide But for your child. This someone else it has food. so many so many nutritious benefits for for the baby, which is amazing. Absolutely. But we have to also acknowledge that some women can't even right. get through this. It's sad. Pop. And that's, I mean, that must yeah. be even more heartbreaking. Um, what, something I did actually, um, after when both of my children turned six months, I just went from formula to… Um, when did you do that? Like that. Six months. I literally, just like that, switched the formula to oat milk and… Both of them have I mean Leo does Did you ever take a bottle did anymore? Did you ever try sorry. Did you um, ever try your breast milk? I didn't either. I actually he did? did. But Josh did. <laughs> yeah, not Except from for my when you were having sex. He, I mean, that would have been a bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he didn't there. even <laughs> want to. He was like, he's like, Steffi, I can't oh see God. you. I can't see you. Where? It's like when you see it. in movies. <laughs> No, no, that was, I mean, no, we go no, through a lot, no, but like, no, guys, I mean, not even I am shit, that like after we're done, you know, like watching us recover, like thinking about our vaginas, like, but like <laughs> rightfully so, like after everything we've been through, like, are you joking? That's the least they can do. And I was super curious of trying my breast milk. I'm not going to lie. I think I would have barfed. I just did it. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I uh, no no because you can when you pumping or when you're, you know, you can still smell your breast milk. So so 
it probably I don't know, but Josh said anyway that it, it you know he's like it's super sweet okay. and it's just <laughs> right. not my vibe. And I was like, fair enough, you're not a baby, so it could be that. Uh, but yeah, no, he you know I had some in the had pumped some and then he just tried literally like less than a teaspoon. So I think like, uh, next week I'm going to try to have my girlfriend, Wendy, who's the labor and delivery nurse at uh, UCLA, come on and she's going to tell us all the crazy, funny stories. And, you know, it, oh it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, the thing I'm most excited for is uh, no names. <laughs> the men complaining while their women are in labor, like asking for medicines and stuff like that. But that's going to be a good episode. Oh I'm goodness. excited for it. Men become so <laughs> vulnerable. So vulnerable. <laughs> their cock just hangs in their pants while our <laughs> vaginas get ripped open. Right. They're going through a lot. But poor them. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have friends you want to share this with, feel free to have them join us on this journey. If you're pregnant, if you're in postpartum, if you're thinking about having children or you just want some female support, this is what we're here to do. So thank you so much for enjoying this with us. <laughs>